Meditation is a dissolution of thoughts. In eternal awareness or pure consciousness, without objectification, knowing without thinking, merging finitude in infinity. Good morning, fellow pilgrims, travelers on the funny path of life. In a way, I'm glad, actually, because... What I want to talk about today came up yesterday in a conversation I had. And I'm uh, not sure why I picked up that quote. I think the, the word meditation has come up a bunch. And there seem to be, well, from my standpoint anyway, a lot of confusion as to what meditation. You know, sometimes people talk about the action. Meditation is you're sitting cross-legged and you breathe. And uh, the idea is... Well, in this quote, anyway, the idea is changing the seat of awareness. Instead of being Anthony, it becomes something different. To become aware of different reality or different way of experiencing whatever life is. And believe it or not, this quote is actually from Voltaire. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was quite interesting when I saw that. So I wanted to share it. But today we'll talk about, or want to talk about, fear, doubt. Shall we? Well, hello, fellow pilgrims. I got some nice potatoes cooking right now. You may hear the washing machine. I got laundry going on too. And uh, finished a nice, a little longer than I expected, actually, walk this morning. Uh, feeling awesome did get soaked kind of weird uh, weird weather this morning you know it started we had like a hundred percent chance of uh, rain and basically it was sunny and then interesting you know i guess being on the beach for like uh, almost five hours seeing the change in the weather and uh yeah i got <laughs> i got soaked but in a good way it was nice um and uh, I was thinking, something came up this morning when I was thinking about what would I want to talk about today? And uh, the idea of fear and doubt came into my mind. I was talking yesterday and then uh, when I'm thinking about what I'm about to embark on, you know, moving again, again, kind of uh, burning the bridge behind and just kind of going forward into the unknown and realizing how unnatural that is. You know, the majority of people, and, and normally so, this is not a critic, this is not like, this is, I would say even merely an observation. I mean, I take it for granted because this is also what I want and desire. You know, a part of me is like doesn't want to put the pack on and then walk on to God knows where for God knows what. 
Uh, I mean, I'm doing it and I'm grateful and I don't feel sorry for it. But uh, the context where I'm bouncing from here is that I understand that it is completely normal to want a home, a place, this idea of security, of, uh, of certainty, of predictability. You know, you have a job, you have a family, you have whatever, your wife, your children, whatever, you have, you know, your friends, your sport, whatever it is, you have a habit, you have a routine, and that's, that's, that's who you are, that's what your life is, and then you maintain that until eventually you either can or you either die suddenly or eventually you slowly break down and then you adapt yourself and you make changes and eventually you die. And that's kind of life, yeah? So you try to avoid pain, to be as comfortable, enjoy yourself and and that's the way the game works. And it seems to work just fine for most people. And uh, from where I'm looking at now, I don't quite see it the same. My perspective, and again, this is my humble perspective. This is not the truth. You know, I'm not I'm not preaching. I'm not saying that my way is better. No, it is just, that's just the way I look at it. So I completely honor and respect everybody's path. I do believe that we are all in the same path and we just are coming from different direction and we have different luggages and we have different bills to pay. That's the way that I choose to look at it. But I have no idea. I cannot appreciate what anybody else's pass is but mine. And from where I'm standing now, I get a sense that there is a lot more fear in life. There is a lot more doubt. And there is a lot uh, more of a power in numbers. How many people go to work and hate what they do? And find a way to make it work. And are able to. But the very idea that I am going to make myself do something that I clearly do not want to do. You've got to admit there's something strange about that. To me, it just seems so strange. And of course, it's not like I'm not doing it. Of course, I'm still doing it. Not the same way. And it does not have the same weight. Uh, Of course, I still have fear and doubt in my life. But they they don't hold the steering wheel anymore. Not like, my goodness, it was so ubiquitous when I was younger. I was so full of fear and doubt. So full of fear of not being loved, of being rejected, of not belonging of not being respected, of not being valued. And doubt that I, I was able, that somehow I was defective. Yeah, that I was not a well-formed human being. That of course I was doomed to failure. Look at my life, look at my childhood. From the get-go, yeah? From the belly of the beast. The game was over. But I wasn't even thinking about that. That there was just like, but that's who I am. That's my life. That's normal, yeah? And no thanks to me, things have happened to, to cha- not only challenge, but to transcend and then transform that state of mind. From, of course, this is who I am, to, well, maybe not. Or I'm not sure if I want to believe in that. Or there was a different voice that started to be heard. Like, well, of course I deserve to be happy. 
Of course, life is about contributing, but contributing of who you are. And if you are a unique individual, therefore you're going to have a unique way of contributing. So this kind of blueprint where most people navigate and which is completely normal, to me, started to frazzle at the seam and to crumble. Not that I wanted, but because I was unable to, to adapt myself to that uh, blueprint, huh? to that matrix. Uh, uh oh, my potatoes require a little bit of attention here. And uh, oh, they're gonna be awesome. I love those potatoes. Anyway, sorry for the digression. Well, it's not a digression, it's potato. Potato is not a digression. Short of me making bread, I think potatoes is my second top favorite thing to do. So simple too, anyway. So, uh, because I was unable to perform at a basic level, and that has been made clear to me from very, very early, you know, from my parents telling me this is, you have to, you know, you have to do that. You, ha you have to obey us. And then you will, you will have to obey when you go to work, you will have to obey your boss. And then when I went into the army, yeah, well, you will have to obey your officers. And then when you get into a relationship, you have to, you have to. And to me, when I hear you have, you must. I hear fear and I hear doubt, which is, it feels to me like it's in a place of the mind. And to me, it feels like there is a lot of fear in mind. Mind does not like uncertainties, doubt, unknown. It likes something clear. He likes prognostics, yeah, forecast. He likes to know what's coming, or he likes to know that he knows how to handle what's coming. The unexpected. He may go outside of the comfort zone, but only so far as you can always go back to. Kind of like hanging on that cliff, yeah? But you're still holding on. The idea of letting go to the mind sounds like a nightmarish proposition. And so I go down that rabbit hole of... And I have to say, I, I do feel like I'm a pretty coward person. I don't like confrontation, you know. Uh, I cower very easily if somebody comes to me and critic me or whatever. Regardless, you know, men, women, I'm just... I'm not a confrontational person, I'm pretty sensitive, so part of that path and that process to me has meant staying more into that fear zone and in not being able to solve it. That was made more blatant lately with Pilar during that year and a half. This very interesting transformative time, very, very, very challenging, very, very painful and very meaningful. And again, not a choice of mine. I would have never chosen that, but I was forced. And through being forced to stay with the fear, which normally is such a potent driver, fear makes you change, makes you behave, makes you justify doing things that you normally would not. It is so powerful. Pain, yeah? Pain is a huge driver for change. How does one change 
if not for pain. And so it has brought me in a way closer to my fear and made me realize that fear is just a series of clouds. It is not something that's permanent. It is not gloom and doom. It's not the end of the world. It does not destroy you. It does actually not hurt you. It feels horrible. You could maybe even compare it, even though I have no personal experience, but working with a drug addict, they would say that with heroin, you know, the withdrawals, you want to die, but it's not as dangerous as withdrawing from alcohol. Little side note, little uh, nuggets for you all, but just the way it feels. It is a horrible feeling when you feel like you want to die, like you can't handle it anymore, but you don't. What a weird thing that is. But it's not normal to stay there that long. Normally you do what you have to do to uh, to alleviate it. Normally, the modem operandi is you do what you have to do not to hurt. If something scares you, you do whatever you have to do to make it better. So you don't like somebody, you don't like a situation, whatever it is, whatever your mind tells you is dangerous, you react. How many people actually would not, are able to not react when they get scared? And again, I'm not talking about being scared of a bear. I'm talking about a thought, an emotion, something you feel. Something that's not real in that way. Something that's part of your the construct of your mind, of your experiences, of things that have happened, whatever the case may be. But it's not real. That your mind somehow perceived something in the present, linked it in its database, in a historical background, and according to what it connected it with, it proposed a course of action. That's your headquarter. That's your strategical headquarter. Sorry, I should say mine. It is mine. So um, uh, again, uh, yeah, I don't want to make assumption because I don't. Everybody has their own way of making sense of the world. This is my way. I want to make it clear. My way. This is not how we all do it. It's how I do it. And if I had been in place, if somebody had done something and I'm able to collect data that's going to link the present moment to something that's happened in the past that was horrible, I'm going to tell myself, get the fuck out of there. I don't like this person. I don't like this place, whatever the case may be. And for me, that was very, very powerful in the past. If I really had a strong feeling, I didn't care. I was running away. That was too dangerous. Too dangerous. You got to run away from danger. You can't stay with danger. And so, you know, talking about that yesterday about... So, of course, I have doubt and I have fear about the change. Not big, but yeah, of course, they are part of it. But I'm very, of course, I'm very excited and I'm very curious as well to, you know, to answer that call and see where it will take me, what it will do. But it made me think about how much of our life do we do something, not because we are going toward it, but because we are afraid or we feel we have to. We have to somehow tug on that rope 
to get ourselves to move forward. And somehow, we negate the part of us that doesn't want to. But somehow we have to find a way to manipulate it so it does because it is a dangerous situation and we know that. Even though that part does not seem to agree with us. A part inside of us that is not in the mind. But it's still a voice and we can still hear it. Or we can have the experience of it, the quality of the experience of it. Hope I'm not getting too um, metaphysical on your ass. But um, it just, it's just interesting to me. It interests me. Um, and even more so as of late, because once I started to realize that fear is not what I've made it to be. Uh, that I was like, oh my goodness, I was wrong. So much of the time thinking that uh, fear and doubt were just signs that something was wrong. Instead of fear and doubt in that realm, again, in that uh, psychological, whatever spiritual, mental realm, whatever you want to call it, it's actually a sign that an opportunity or crisis or crossroad is coming. Something challenging but also significant and it's an opportunity to milk life in a different way. You know, I was, I was having a chat the other day with some people and they were talking about, hey, Anthony, what do you think about us going to Mars? And I'm like, I couldn't give a fuck about going to Mars. I mean, I didn't say it that way, but I'm like, it is that important, really, for most people, that the idea of uh, as a discussion, as a topic of conversation. To me, it's like it's. Pff, I don't even know where to start. I, I I couldn't care less. I hear a little bit on podcast, you know, about Elon Musk and then all those people, and I'm like, well, you know, good. If that's their passion, if that's what they want to do, go for it. But I'm like, yeah, I couldn't care less. It means nothing to me. It's no interest. Now we could talk about. Uh, there are other things that are interesting to me, but it feels like sometimes in the mind we get caught up into things which we don't care. They're not important. It's almost as if they're like distraction. Like my problem with the news where it's, it's so freaking boring to me. It's like, what do I do with that information? It's not useful. I can't act with that. Or I would become cynical and angry, but I, I don't find it useful. It doesn't make my life better. I mean, I am. I'm listening, believe it or not. I'm actually on this nice French podcast in 10 minutes, every day kind of a world kind of resume about the biggest thing. <laughs> and of course, he mentioned about the Oscars, about, uh, I guess, two days ago. Anyway, but... Uh, so I do a little bit because, sure, I, I like to keep abreast a little bit, but not much because I don't find that worth it. What's important in one's life? How, how are we strapping ourselves up for the battle, you know, that we're going to face, you know? I mean, for me, I'm, as I'm looking forward, I know I have hardship ahead of me. Hold on a second. Did I turn the fire off on my potatoes? No, I did not. They're done. Um, and for me, I realize now, I do. Uh, 
I'm not going to say I'm looking for fear and doubt, but I, uh, I am more curious about them now. I find them interesting and not a problem. But somehow, there are some kind of biofeedback, or you could almost call it for me, like a psychic biofeedback in my life. It, it can take me to a place to show me either some kind of weakness, something. It just show me something about myself that I may not be able to see otherwise. And for that, I'm grateful. And I also believe that there can be a healing component to suffering and feeling doubt. There'll be more for me to share on, on the idea of doubt because something happened a few days ago that was definitely relevant. But for now, yeah, for now, I'm leaving it on a back table. But I will, I will of course, eventually get into it because it was very significant and uh, very meaningful. But for now, yeah, I think I'm going to let, let that go. Uh, the washer is still going. It's going to be for me time, time to take a nap <laughs> before going on. But it's beautiful right now. It's sunny outside. Everything is drying. And uh, and I went on one more day, yeah, rambling on about ideas, about the idea about what is our driving force in our life? What makes us do what we do? Does it have to be fear? Does fear and doubt have to have such a powerful contribution to our life? Or are we missing a different way to look at it? Could it mean something different? And could the best thing for us to do when we do feel that is nothing? To actually not give in to it. To honor it, but to not give in to it. So with that, my dear friend, fellow travelers, I will leave you be. Have a great day. And remember that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Om.